Hey, Tony. I like video games. Well, hello there, Jake. I like video games, too. And this is a brand new episode of Hey, I Like That Game. boom boo da ba da boop boop boom boo da ba da boop boop boom boo da ba da boop 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 ba da da boop boop Hey, I Like That Game. It's a podcast. Who are you going to call? Hey, I Like That Game. It doesn't work. It doesn't fit in there. Who are you going to call? Oh. Video games, video I games, guess. I, I, I gave up. <laughs> Let's talk about video games. Jake. Shall we? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Tony, so I know last time I was talking, we talked a little bit about, about mobile games. And yeah. I think that you might have started a new a new video game recently that um, I'm particularly interested to hear your take on. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh... Yes, Jake, you are correct. The only thing I have on my list of games that I've played between episodes is Balloons Tower Defense 6, mm. your favorite video game of my, all time. My favorite mobile video game of all time. Uh-huh. My God, it, this this game gets more uh, uh, airwaves than any other game. <laughs> almost, as much as, almost as much as Windjammer. Well, it's uh. it's been out <laughs> as long as we've had this podcast, and like I've played it on and off since then, so yeah. This is one of the, yeah, so, the, the hidden pillars of Hey, I Like That Game. <laughs> the hidden pillars. I love that. Uh, so, yeah, it was like I, – I, it might have been on sale or something. I don't know. It was like 10 bucks or something. I was like, you know what? Sure. I offered to Jake's buy a- it for you if you, were, if you weren't right. going to. <laughs> right, right. It's, it was, it's fine. Uh, yeah. So it is actually pretty good. <laughs> Balloon Sour Defense 6 is pretty good. I like the cannons. I like a wizard. Mm. I like the wizard Love the wizard. And like the base – Basic unit is also like low key one of my favorites since you can do so much with it through like the the leveling system. Um, very flexible like tower. Sh- very flexible, you know, being able to like get the camo uh, camo vision or you know the 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 spike ball mm-hmm. launcher thing. It's pretty good, both of those. Um, the shaman hero is my favorite, the one that like shoots the the blue wave and it's got the little thorn patch mm-hmm. that you can use. Yeah, the game's interesting. Like it, I'm still very, very much early into it. Like I haven't beat all the levels yet on easy. The way that I'm trying to unlock stuff right now is like going like level to level, beating everything on like the first level of difficulty, and then mm-hmm. kicking it up once I make it through all of that. And I, I've had a hard time with um, was it? It's like the third node in most of the levels where it's like they give you X amount of cash and you have to build your entire like oh uh, deflation. Yeah, deflation, yeah. That one is tough only because, like, I don't know what to prepare for, Mm -hmm. like, wave-wise. At least, like, I didn't at first. I beat my first one of those, and um, if they follow kind of the same pattern like a lot of the other levels do, then I I may have a strat that'll work, but we'll see. Um, yeah yeah it's interesting it's it's a good it's a very good tower defense game like i i am not typically into tower defense uh but this is a good one like this is pretty accessible and fun yeah it's 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 pretty easy to pick up so there's uh like four different difficulties of levels like at the design of the track itself makes it either more or less difficult and then within that there's like three tiers of difficulties that have like their own sub challenges in it so like where in in that like difficulty curve like do you find yourself right now like are you able to like play intermediate I, levels on easy or are you just on the easy levels on easy 
I, yeah, I am literally going from stage one through, and I have not gotten to intermediate. Yet. Okay. Um, so I'm like one one. Basically. One one. Uh, yeah, but uh, I I am curious to see how much staying power it has on my phone once it starts to get like a lot harder. But I'm always looking for a good mobile game that I can pay for, so it doesn't have intrusive ads. It's not. Um, it's not uh, – there's no paywalls in terms of like I need to spend X amount of money to have a good enough team to do X, Y, Z things. Mm-hmm. You know, like Puzzles and Dragons was like a, a big culprit of that. Um, you basically any gotcha game uh, is fun for the first like month or two and then I f- completely fall off. And since this game is like I paid up front and there isn't any of that money sink stuff, yeah. um, it'll stay on my phone and then we'll see – how long I stick with it, but um, but yeah, it's it's pretty good. It, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I what? it doesn't like it, uh-huh. like the uh, uh, microtransactions. There are very very subtle, and it's for like a thing that you earn organically through leveling up. Um, that's kind of like basically like gives you passive upgrades um, across levels, and you earn enough of those going through that. I never felt the need to try to spend, and like you feel yourself getting stronger, where they're not so like overpowered, where you feel like you need to get like you've lost a level because you haven't like paid any money. That game avoids that very yeah. well. A hundred percent. Every time I lose uh, in this game, it is my fault. It is not. Um not being powerful enough it's like me not being mm-hmm. uh, smart enough with like allocation of my resources don't have enough monkey bucks you can't beat the level <laughs> you, you don't got enough you got don't have enough bananas not enough morv oh God, gotta, gotta get that morv <laughs> gotta get that morv nobody knows no, anybody else about. played children of morda welcome to our <laughs> welcome to our internal top 10 fictional currency stream <laughs> Top ten. Man, that's a that's a hot one. <laughs> if we got more if we got Zenny. <laughs> Hashtag making that more. <laughs> Hashtag Zen Zenny. Zenny Zeal. Nope, not good. Anyway, play Children of Morta. That's a good game too. Not one that we're talking about. But um so Tony, you've been playing monkeys or balloons tower defense. I I kinda like I'm off that game now. I just, you know, I played it a whole bunch, and then kind of like what you were saying, like when it gets to a level of difficulty, it just sort of peters out. Um, so, like, I'll play I'll have it on my phone, and, like, I'll play it, uh, like, a lot over maybe, like, one or two months. But, like, I feel what you're what you're saying, Tony, and, like, you might get to that, that point eventually. But, like, when you get back, like, you still remember things, and you're still good at yeah. it, and it's still fun. Anyway, this is a circuitous way to talk about that um, I finally bit the bullet and I did get KOTOR 2 on my phone. So I've been playing a good amount of KOTOR 2. I am, like, past the tutorial stage, which is, like, this long um, section on, like, a mining planet or platform. And I'm on the first planet now. So I've probably played maybe, like two and a half three hours of it at this point um i haven't encountered any big glitches um there was one fight where one of the enemies wasn't vulnerable to physical damage but i was able to use like force powers to kill him but like that's the only like really big glitch i've seen and just like judging by all like the like one star reviews i thought it'd be a bit more prevalent we'll see as it goes on but right now it's been running stably and code tour two 
still still very fun game. Both Corridor games are still very fun. The fighting system feels old, but since it's like based on D and D stuff, it's fairly timeless in its mechanics. Um, um, how does it look on the phone? It looks fine. I mean, it, it looks it looks like it did when it first came out, which is of course dated. But uh, there's no sure. Like, major technical glitches, upgrades, or downgrades. So it runs about the same as it did when uh, I played it on the Xbox. Which is impressive. It's nuts that that we're at that level of uh, easy emulation on mobile phone now. Yeah. I wish wish more stuff like that came out. Because it's fun to be able to play games like that on your phone. Um, I know they had, like, a pretty good Chrono Trigger port on mobile, too. On mobile. Okay, so... That that port fucking sucked at first. Yeah. I remember I bought that as soon as it came out on mobile because of like you said, like I I want to buy this game and play it mm-hmm. on mobile with like a, a a UI that's built for this instead of like an emulator, right? Um it was bad. It was really bad and they have since fixed it. It is now much better. But that was one of the first times I bought a game like that on mobile and was like very disappointed and i hadn't bought another one until kotor one actually Mm -hmm. because i was so weary of it you know there was like probably a five-year gap there (laughs) and like buying games on my uh on my phone yeah it's it's tricky it's tricky and there's such a low low bar for quality control on mobile games that a lot of times you can't just get away with things running slowly because there's or poorly because there's smaller teams and Nobody's really checking sure. it so much. Um, but yeah, I've been playing that, and I've been continuing my Fallout New Vegas playthrough. I The way I was building this character, um, so in New Vegas, you can like, gamble on the New Vegas Strip, and if you invest points in luck, it makes you better at gambling. So that's what I built this character around. I just remember it being like a fun or like a funny quirk that I, I learned when the game first came out. And I remember that I'm like, Oh, I'll do a fun, like luck barter speech based build. Um, and it, in that game, it takes you a while to get to new Vegas. Uh, it's like kind of a, like a gateway for progressing the main quest. And it, it, it it's a really interesting and cool way of going about the game. Cause new Vegas is like a very like safe place where you can like expand the story a lot. And like, it opens up a lot more of the game. So it's like this kind of like first big milestone you need to reach. Uh, so I finally got there and I, you know, thanks to my higher luck stat, was able to get like all the, all the caps in the world. I'm buried in Morv and like, I got all the best items uh, to like gear up to do questing now. And it's just like, it sort of stopped being as fun. Cause my goal was more huh. to get to that point. Like the payoff moment of that game was getting to New Vegas and like going from 2,000 caps to 20,000 caps in playing Blackjack for like an hour. And then I got like all the sweetest plasma weapons and heaviest armor. And I went to do like a one of the vault quests and just, you know, am stomping through everything because I had my power spike and it's huge and it was like really rewarding to get to that power spike but now like the game afterwards isn't there trivial so yeah trivial right? i like i want to keep going with it because i think new vegas is very interesting and uh once you kind of like get to the point in the story i am it, it expands a lot in an interesting way so i'm just gonna up the difficulty and see if that kind of 
makes things mm. better. Because, like, the thing I like about yeah. the difficulty in the Fallout games is that the higher it is, the more XP you get for doing stuff. So you, like, level up faster, and I'll get, like, perks and stuff like that, which is really rewarding to be able to, like, get those rewards now, because I can't can't buy those with my stacks and stacks of caps. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's odd because, like, that happens to me a lot in... Bethesda RPGs. Um, it happened in Fallout 4. Like, I kind of, like, reached the max out point for my build in that game and lost interest. Um, like, a lot of times when I play, like, when I play Skyrim now, I'm basically speed running to get to the, to the point of the game where you get the overpowered enchanting stuff. And then, like, I get my super duper powerful weapons and armor and, like, well, I'm, I'm done now. Like, I did the thing. <laughs> that's like that's like my speed run for these games now it's uh it's interesting like i i i wonder what's going to happen with the the new elder scrolls when that comes out um uh, who who knows it's not even speculating. not speculating but um anyway sorry that was a uh introspective moment of of gameplay engagement <laughs> i just reached there so you know, you know, like whatever they do with the next Elder Scrolls, like I think I want it to be more like a Morrowind. Yeah, that like after playing that and you know seeing a lot of Oblivion and you know playing a bit of Skyrim, like it seems like they put everything so on rails. Mm-hmm. And yeah, whatever they do with the next one, it's I, I hope it's like way more do whatever. The hell a lot more wants, free. You know? I think. Yeah, I think gamers are more ready for it now than they were in shit what 2013 2014 when that game came out um we've learned a lot about games yeah we have and like now. games are just a little bit more complex now and i think it's like game it's a good time to reintroduce some more of that like depth into the elder scroll series and i wonder if some of it too is like engine optimization and like you know raw horsepower from the consoles mm-hmm. too you know like i'm sure all the math that's happening in the background of morrowind like slows some stuff down like you got to think it does right um, and some of that stuff has got to smooth out over time just by you know learning more about the systems that make video games you know um, yeah, it definitely will be interesting. Uh, wishful, wishful thinking, maybe, but I guess we'll find out <laughs> eventually. Twenty twenty something. <laughs> um, I have one more thing I want to yeah. talk about at the top of the show. Uh, I watched as a movie recommendation, so I watched a pretty great documentary the other day. Uh, it was called The Last Blockbuster. <laughs> um, it was it was it was really enjoyable. So it was kind of all about like Blockbuster and how there's only a handful of locations left. It's actually there's only one location left now that's in Bend, Oregon. And um, during the filming of the documentary, that happens. Like there's only a handful of them in Alaska and this one last store in Bend. And then those like close down during the filming of the whole thing, and it's 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 fascinating. It's fascinating. Uh, if if you remember going to the video store, mm-hmm. it's like a incredible nostalgia trip, and it has like a ton of awesome interviews from like people that I like in the entertainment industry, like uh, some of my favorite comedians, like Doug Benson, Ron Funches. Uh, they're in there. Um, Sam Levine's in there for an interview. Uh, you know, just. It's it's really enjoyable. So I think it's like five bucks. I think we watched it on uh, maybe it was Amazon Prime or, or something. But it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Um, the last blockbuster. I do I do have a lot of nostalgia for video stores. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's they they do a cool thing where um, so they're interviewing all these people and they give them a blockbuster like the the container that like you use mm-hmm. VHS tapes in and it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty. It's like a seeing people interact with it and like memories that trigger off of that one item. You know, it's uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, God, there's that one in um, Seattle, Scarecrow, right? Scarecrow is so. so good. Cool. Are they? Are they? Oh my God. Are they okay right now? Like, is it still alive? They're, they're still open. Hell yeah, they're still open. Great stuff. Got to have that after they, uh, after Vidiot. Yeah, man. That's the worst part about living in the city sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you get used to having like all this cool stuff, but then the world is volatile. Um, but anyways, Scarecrow. Scarecrow. A little bit of a, a spooky uh, kind of ghost horror figure there, the Scarecrow. Uh, sort of like like a ghost might be. <laughs> uh, that, that's top notch segues, Jake. <laughs> Top I'm grasping at straws, which is what the scarecrow is made of. Make you're connecting dots, and it's pretty great. Well, uh, yeah, so we played Ghostbusters and the Sega Genesis for this episode. Uh, catch us after the break. We're gonna talk about. It. I ain't afraid of no bad transitions. Hey everybody, Jake here. Hope you're enjoying this episode of Hey I Like That Game. If you have a question or a recommendation for Tony and I, you can reach us on our email address, which is heyilikethatgame at gmail.com. You can tweet me at likethatgame, or you can find our Facebook page, which is the Hey I Like That Game podcast. Anyway, enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. And we're back. Ghostbusters, Sega Genesis. What is it? Uh, 1990? 1990. Jake, why are we playing this game? So Why are we playing this game? Why? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> so my brother had a, a Sega Genesis in his room. He had a TV and the Genesis in there. And I was so jealous until I eventually inherited the TV. But he had the Sega Genesis there. And he has... A lot of games that I remember playing a bit of, but were, like, too hard for me. Um, One of them I've shown you before, which is um, X-Men, like, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, that game's tough. Uh, Which is tough. And then this game, too, which I remember also being a pretty difficult game that I I loved the look of it. But I I could never get like far enough into it, and my brother didn't really like the game a whole lot, so I could never like watch him play it too. Uh, and then during this most recent games done quick, they they did a run of this game, and I watched it. You know, moment where all the memories come flooding back. I'm like, oh, I should play that game again. So that's what that's the the the, the story of how we got to Perfect. us playing this game awesome um so yeah i had never played this game before like i I didn't really even know this game existed like i didn't Mm -hmm. i i never had like any ghostbuster games like growing up like i love the ghostbusters like that movie 
both those movies are pretty good. Um, really like those movies, mm-hmm. but never, never, never played these games at all. For just for like reference, so the movies came out in '84 and '89, and then this came out in the '90s, and it has like fucking nothing to do with. Yeah, movies. like it's <laughs> it is there. It is so surface level Ghostbusters, and <laughs> if, and and frankly, frankly, the. The music, like the the rendition of the theme song, <laughs> is really bad. Mm-hmm. Like I actively dislike that main theme. Like it's super tinny. It's very like tinny. tinny. It's not like that great retro, like eight bit sound that you love from stuff like Mario and like Zelda. It's it's pretty aggressively, like. Yeah, like hollow sounding, and the music in this, yeah. in general, in this game is pretty, pretty rough. Yeah, it's tough. All right, so I got to read you this quote <laughs> that I found, mm-hmm. which is from Ken Horowitz. So he was state he said that this game was actually one of the better licensed movie games of the time. Mm-hmm. Although he was really disappointed with like the visual effects and the opening theme. Here's the quote: "Has to be the worst rendition of Ray Parker Jr.'s classic that has ever been recorded, and will quickly poison your enthusiasm." <laughs> It is that is harsh, that is. and I agree, and I totally fucking agree. Yep, yep. It's it's real bad. It's real, it's real bad. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's like the the game is you pick one of three Ghostbusters, which the the other Winston crime rip. Yeah, like fucking Ernie Hudson, man. Give the Ernie's guy, great. Give the guy some fucking. It's so frustrating when this happens in, like, Ghostbuster stuff. Like, they leave out critical members. Yeah. And it's like, what are we even doing? And it makes me think that this, like, shouldn't have even been a Ghostbuster game. This was more, uh, hey, we started making a game and we ran out of money. What can we sell this as? Like, I wonder if that's what what happened. Because there's nothing, yeah, in this game that really feels inherently ghostbusters other than the models and maybe like trapping ghosts and that like weird flap trap they have in the in the movie whoever is really yeah. in ghostbusters is shouting at me because i don't know the name or whatever ca- it's it is a trap yeah it's, a, it's like a trap it's like, a, like somebody's yelling right now it's the it's the photon uh ecto grabber everyone's everybody's yelling that now it's weird. It's weird how people are yelling so loudly. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's not a lot of Ghostbusters in this game. Like, really, I like a fundamental level there. Mm-hmm. So you can play as one of three Ghostbusters. You get uh, the likenesses of your Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Harold Ramis uh, in there. They're not great, but like, they're not the worst thing ever. No. Like, I'm like, I'm glad they tried it. I'm glad they tried to make Bill Murray's face. It's 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 like it's, really it's rough. It's very rough. And then there's like the like the still images after you like catch a ghost or complete a level, and it has like more detailed yeah. faces. And oh man, I played as I played as Bill Murray, and he they really captured his receding hairline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which which Ghostbuster did you play as? Oh, I, I did the same. Bill. Yeah, yeah. Bill. mostly for the um. The stat distribution because there's either you're either fast, medium, or slow, and you either have high, medium, or low max health. Um, and Bill did Bill any, Murray's the middle. Did did, did that matter? 
I, I don't think I don't think it. it I mean, I it, think it mattered. <laughs> like, like the stats don't matter. Like, you could pick Peter Ray or Egon. It didn't really matter at all. At least from what I could tell, I messed with it a very little bit. But like, maybe I'm totally wrong. But it, they didn't feel different at all. I, I like they felt a little faster because I did like I tried the the run speed for all three and like yeah Harold Ramis that dude did some wind sprints uh that guy can run real fast it was nuts he used to just run circles around those guys at the set of Ghostbusters (laughs) (laughs) but we all know Egon was an athlete we all know it So that uh, it's like just Bill Murray seemed like the middle because like you take you take hits in this game a lot, yeah. but you gotta use those iframes. Movement, right? The iframes are so important, especially moving through like some some like bullshit jumping obstacles because the jumping in this game is is pretty rough. It's very clunky. Yep. So it's yep. you no. when you jump when you're moving. As far as I can tell, you you keep that set movement speed, but you can change directions of it, so it makes yep. precision platforming extremely difficult. <laughs> yeah, it it's not it's not great. It's one of those games where like to make a lot of jumps, you have to jump with like your foot basically off the stage, and you barely touch the other platform. Yeah, you know, it's. I, I hate jumps like that, but it's it's not the worst. Like the way that you can target you target up diagonal. You can also crawl on the ground. Mm-hmm. You can like crawl backward and shit. Like you can do, you can do some cool stuff. Uh, I understand why there's a speed running community for this game. Like I get that um, with the way this game controls, um, but I don't like the platforming so much. And like I'm not. I'm not really into these type of games in general, like this genre of like kind of like standard platformer. Yeah, yeah. why don't you like talk us through the like the gameplay of it? Okay, so basically, uh, you are a character. Like I said, you could shoot up diagonal, you know, left or right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can crawl on the ground. Uh, there are enemies that are coming at you. You're uh, they're usually weird ass ghosts. Uh, a lot of are, a like, lot of weird them. ghosts in this game. A lot of weird ghosts, and like you have your you have your little uh, Buster thing that shoots out like one little pebble thing at a time. The Buster, the Buster uh, cannon, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, bu- the Buster. Obviously, <laughs> this is a Mega Man game. It's not good. Um, but like, so there's you shoot these little enemies. You have to platform up some stuff. There's each level, each of I think it's like six or seven levels. Um, has like a, its own layout where there's different paths you can kind of go on a little bit. And you can, you know, open up treasure that gives you money, so you can get upgrades. And there's multiple ghosts that like you can mini bosses, that like like mini bosses exactly that have at the very end once you kind of deplete all their health, uh, they turn into like spectral forms that you can grab with your your um, your your Buster and pull them into a trap, just like in you know the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are bigger bosses at the very end of the level that usually have some sort of little cutscene there and then they move into uh kind of a multi-stage boss um and that's and that's this game Mm -hmm. that's how it how it operates um but like i said the those types of games you know like the 2d platformer that has like a lot of shooting and stuff like that they're not my favorite in general so so one of these that is like pretty good for the time definitely doesn't hold up for me, especially when there's other games from that same time that I think are better and 
and um, have better game design and like and, and more interesting mechanics. Yeah. I'd rather play a game. I'd rather play a game like Quackshot or Shadow Dancer or like Joe and Mac Caveman Ninja. Uh, what? I'd rather You're, play these aren't real games, right? <laughs> these are all real and excellent games. Uh, Shadow Dancer is like a like a ninja game where you have like a dog. It's great. Um, but. All those games came out within a year or two of Ghostbusters. So it's like <clears throat> you can't tell me that like game design changed so dramatically in that amount of time that like mm-hmm. you know that you could say of its time it is very good because I don't I don't I don't think that. Yeah. Um, like it's 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 <clears throat> fairly unimpressive. It's fairly shallow where there's like platforming and directional shooting but it doesn't like control or flow as well as like a like a super metroid or something like that uh and it has upgrades but not as like interesting as like a mega man or something so there's there's stuff that's there but it's not like substantially better or really substantially worse than anything that it's uh that is its contemporary yeah, like, okay, so when I was playing this game, for some reason, the way this game controlled and looked made, unlocked in my my brain this arcade game called Toki, T-O-K-I. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it designed very similar to this game in the way that, like, you jump around and you move. Um, and I remember that game was, like, way more fun than this, this one. <laughs> it's, like, way more fun and... They used to play it on Nick Arcade all the time. Oh, which, like, that br- Nick like, Arcade. That br- Holy shit. Oh, jeez. I just remembered that existed. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking great. So I think cool. most of it's on YouTube as well, which it's so Fuck good. Yeah. But anyways, like elements of this game reminding me of a lot of other games that I like a lot. But man, this one. It's it's just dumb- it's it's not great. <laughs> It's not great, and like the little stupid dance they do at the end of every level. Okay, I love I love the stupid dance. I will defend the stupid little jig they do at the end of the level. But it's not even like they switch back and forth. They just jump up and down, and it looks like he's like it looks like they're trying to like salsa dance or something. It's like a it's like a can can without like the full kicks, just the knees. It's so fucking weird. I hate it. But um, so. What really uh, killed the pacing of the game for me is just how large and difficult to navigate the levels are. So there are, um, depending on the level, like one in the first, like I think two in the next few, and then three and four in the last levels, like mini bosses that you need to beat before you can progress to the final boss of the stage. Um, But there's no real clear flow or indication of what direction you need to go to hit these mini bosses it doesn't seem like there's like a one path that takes you through like you'll go through a mini to a mini boss stage and then there's no way to go through it you have to go back the way you came and backtrack to like find where yeah the next mini boss is so like there were a lot of times where i stumbled across the final boss room but i couldn't i hadn't found one of the other mini bosses and it's just it's so much navigating around and like you're gonna get hit by just like a stray projectile here or Which there sucks and then like because you're gonna get you're hit gonna in the boss fights you're yep yeah <laughs> and you need to like you need to like manage your health so carefully i didn't really like save scum but i definitely 
was a heavy utilizer of stay, save states, like especially like near the end of the game where I just didn't have as much patience. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent, and especially that all that's exacerbated by really bad um, like level design in some levels, like the dark or like the house that's on fire. So really, I think stupid, like yeah. <laughs> the third, the third level, yeah. It, it's the worst. It's the worst. And you have like a reusable item that is only used in that stage they're like so cheap that you don't even have to think about getting a lot of them and it's just like annoying because you have to keep going back in the menu to like re-equip it and like it's kind of, and that's like pr- a pretty tough level too so i spent a lot of time in there and it's just it's pointless i don't know why it was there yeah it's it's not great like this this game tries to do a thing where hey the more like chests you find the more ghosts you capture you get more money which you can buy upgrades right like ooh, now your buster shot shoots like a tri-beam instead you know oh that's pretty good like that could be useful in bosses and stuff Mm -hmm. but it it does one of these things that I, i hate so much where um there's zero details to what items do what yeah when you go into the store so it's like it seems like it's more of a product of the time. You know, that's kind of like how menus would work in games like this. But it's like, it's so bad. Like, I don't know what any of these items do. And just reading them or looking at the icon is not telling me anything. Right. You know? And some of the weapons are a little bit better where their their naming conventions are better. And they have a little bit of text when you, like, click on it to buy it, like, about what it does. But it's it's really shitty. So it's like okay, I'm struggling with this game. Is it because I haven't bought enough of these items? Grind to get enough money to do that. Okay, now I'm going to buy one of these, but I don't know what any of them do. Right. It's like, it, it can be so deflating. And they're um, pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah. It's not cheap. Like, you're going to have to be, like, one or two full levels to buy a gun upgrade. And it's not even, not even like, an upgrade, just, like, attachment, like, a different firing style that uses a limited pool of energy. Yeah. Um, you know, turns out ghost busting, expensive hobby. It's, it's, ex- it's why they charge so much. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love how that's, like, the one thing that seems to always make it into, like, Ghostbusters uh, adaptations. It's, like, it's all about the money. Like they're just like they're charging out the nose, and they got to get paid. I remember that was a big deal in that like uh, Ghostbusters game that came out for like the 360 and PS3, where it's like don't destroy too much of the level because then that's going to take away from your commission. Right. I it's mean, like, that's their jobs, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just it's funny how it's been in every everything since yeah. since the movie and even in the early video games of it. Um, speaking of the movie, like some of the 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 fun things that happen in the movie happen in this game too, or, or feel like they're inspired by. Like there's that whole level where the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man is like attacking through the level at you, yeah, uh, which is neat. Um, a lot of the the mid boss, like the the mid bosses and like the the final bosses of the level are pretty inventive looking ghosts. A lot of the time, some of them are nonsensical, but some of them are cool. Like. Mm-hmm. That snowman, the snowman that oh, the birthed, snowman's a great design. The smo- the snowman that births smaller snowmen, um, and looks horrifying. He opens then, his spooky mouth real big, and a small snowman comes out. It's great. It's it's great. Um, and this game does 
a thing that the th- this is pr- another thing product of the time where um, bosses will change color when they mm-hmm. are uh, close to death or like they've entered a new phase. And the the best part of the snowman boss is that <laughs> when it is close to death, it turns yellow. So it's just like a yellow snowman. Like that's a highlight. That's a highlight of this game. Um, love that. Um, uh, also, I remember. I, I think I said this to you that uh, before the show, but the final boss looks like the character Barry the Chopper from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, <laughs> like look up that picture and then look up the the end boss of Ghostbusters and tell me you don't see a resemblance there. It's, Especially the second phase with the skull face. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's that's neat. That's, that's definitely neat. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I've got. I I like so. I I think that's what you were saying. Like probably the strongest part of this game is the the boss design's pretty neat. Like the standard enemy design is whatever, but I think all the bosses and mini bosses look look pretty cool. And I like that you had like this little mini game at the end, to, like try to capture the spirit too, like that. That's like a nice little extra, uh, like step or like extra little flourish on the game. I, I hated that because I didn't know what I was doing. It doesn't teach you at all. You kind of um, you kind of like intuit it and you learn it by the by the end of the game. By the end, I like so I failed the first time I did it because it's like okay, I have to hold the button down and like I kind of got it one time, but it got it let go and it's like all right, do I have to like mash this button or like do I have to press another button? And like mm-hmm. it, it was weird. And after like three or four attempts, um, it just it went away. <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't catch it. Yep. And then it goes away, and then you lose. You lose that money. Your money just flies away. It's the worst. It's the worst. It is. It is a little demoralizing when you you end up losing it. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Um, yeah. This game was just whatever. Yeah, like um, I, I played it. None of the levels really like stuck with me. I can like half remember some of the bosses I thought were cool, and like honestly, now I know why I remember this game half, like only like half remember this game because like I probably absorbed it about the same level as I did when I played it this time. Yep, yep, yep. Much like a ghost, it passed right through me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's pretty good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, hey, I don't like this game. I do yeah. Not, hey, I don't like this game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I yeah. I like hey, it. hey, I don't like this game either. It's it's not bad. It's not offensive. I don't. I'm not mad. I played it, but it wasn't great. It was short enough where um, just like being able to beat it in like a couple couple sittings. Yeah, like I I, I get why some people have uh, an attachment to that game um, because, like I said, I can understand why speedrunners uh, play that game. Yeah, but, uh, the game is not for me. <laughs> not for I had me. I had I had higher hopes for this one. I'm a little disappointed. Well, the next one's not going to disappoint you. Ooh. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you that. How about that, huh? Are we continuing the trend of last year where you pick good games and I pick bad games? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I have better taste than you, Jake. I mean, that's just going to be a constant 
I think, show. yeah, I think this is being shown to be the case. <laughs> uh, all right, so next episode, we are going to have a guest, uh, our good buddy Mike from the Games My Mom Found podcast. He wrote us in. Let me hold on. Let me pull up this email. Let me read exactly what he sent to us. Uh, boop. Let's he sent see. us. He sent us a note that said boop. No, not boop. No, not boop. <laughs> Uh, okay, here it is. Uh, wondering if you guys would be up for covering Metroid Zero Mission for the GBA. Boy, howdy. <laughs> I think we would be interested. I think we would, too. I, I I, like this game. I remember this came out right after Metroid Fusion. I played it, and I don't know. Like, I think... I'm I'm curious to play it again because I've definitely played Metroid Fusion a lot more than this one, but I remember this one being good. Um, I don't think I've ever played this game because this is a remake of the one for the GBA. No, this is the remake of the original. Right? Yeah, Metroid. this is yeah. the original remake. Uh, I never had that game for the NES, and I never really played it. I, I was I was never been a super a super Metroid fan. You never been a super Metroid fan? <laughs> no, 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 never a super big. I'm I don't even know what I'm saying. I've you're a super a super fan. Metroid like, fan, but you're not a super Metroid fan. That's right. There we go. Okay, I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> I do like Super Metroid. For the record, Super Metroid is a good game, but I haven't played a bunch of these games. So I'm I'm curious uh, about this one, and I know this is like a, one of the shorter ones too, like a like a nice compact little yeah uh, experience. So I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm, I'm excited for this one. It should be a time me too, time. and I'm super excited to have a guest on too. Yeah, yeah. Games my mom found. You guys should check that podcast out. It's uh, it's pretty great. Yeah, which episode did you you guest on? Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, which was super fun. I can't wait for that. We actually have the other um, the other Mike that's on the <laughs> Games My Mom mm-hmm. Found podcast. He's going to be joining us. Couple episodes. That's months away from now. But for the next episode. Metroid Zero Mission. It's gonna be, be great. there, be there, or be a Metroid. Jake, Jake, <laughs> Jake. Where can people find us like, on the internet? Uh, well, people can follow us on Twitter at like that game. Uh, tweet us there too. We have a Gmail. Hey, I like that game at gmail.com. You can email us suggestions there, and then we have a Facebook page. Hey, I like that game podcast on Facebook too. You can follow us on any or all those platforms for great, great updates and Tony's great tweets. Oh, they're not good. Uh, we also <laughs> have that Twitch, right? Twitch, hey, I like that game. Twitch, hey, I like that game. Join us for Tuesdays where Tony hosts the Try Hard Tuesday tournament, and I participate sometimes, and uh, you can beat me beat me up in Smash Bros. You won your first game, and I'm so proud of you. So the, proud my, of you, Not first set, mind you. First, first game. game. <laughs> first game. I mean, in my first... maybe like six or seven participations. <laughs> Like I said, man, baby steps. It's a lo- it's a high ladder to climb. You get you're on the you're on the first couple rungs. Like it's- <laughs> there we go. I don't know if you guys are just battling like titans up there. <laughs> I don't know. It's a great it's a great community. It's a whole lot of fun. Join us for that. Yes, yes. Um, I think that's it. Uh, Jake, as always, live life passionately. Love each other unconditionally. And play video games. Thanks, everybody. Later. Thanks, thanks for listening. Watch out uh, for ghosts. But, but Jake, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>